We love living local. We are Scott and Kelly Greats, third generation Central New Yorkers who live, work, and play right here in the heart of New York. The mission of this podcast is to shine a spotlight on the people, places, and events that make our community an amazing place to live. We don't run ads. We don't talk politics. Our only ask is that you help us spread the love that we have for this community by sharing these episodes with your neighbors. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode. All right, the week that was, here we are, steamrolling into November, halfway through November. It's almost Turkey Day. You know, right? So weird. Um, feels like the older we get, the quicker time goes. We're running out of it, too. <laughs> oh, geez. <laughs> Starting off dark here. No, I'm not being dark. I'm being honest. Um, so, yeah, we uh, we got a whole bunch to bring you today. So let's get right to it. So last week, uh, Election Day on Tuesday, pretty, uh, pretty strong feelings about this one. You know, we live in a, a municipality that had no contested elections, which on the surface, you think, why would I vote if. It is your civic responsibility <laughs> to vote. We are lucky enough to have that right to vote and you need to go do it. Yeah. You know, it, you know, so you look at, at obviously I'm sure there's, there's historical facts and data around election day being the same week as veterans day. Mm -hmm. I'm sure that's intentional, but uh, it does bring home the fact that, so many served, so many died to protect our democracy. And at the core of our democracy is our right to vote. Mm -hmm. So There were a couple of prepositions that you could vote yes or no for on the back. But as far as like electing yeah, people. Yeah, I think there were some bigger like county, yeah. uh, you know, judge positions, things like that. But uh, anyway, so yeah, so election day. Hope your person won wherever you're listening from. And then Veterans Day, always the 11th, that fell on a Saturday this year. And so the uh, the day to give everyone a day off was a Friday. And uh, we we featured Scott Helmer on mm -hmm. our Hey Neighbor, um, you know, just really good uh, interview and, and dialogue with someone who's served our country. Uh, he serves our our youth through different programs with the school, and he serves our community now in a healthcare capacity as a nurse. And so if you didn't check that one out, definitely do so. Yeah. Then moving on, we uh, we skipped right to Thursday. I don't think we did much on Wednesday. Wednesday was a was a work day. Um, Thursday. Jenna had soccer practice at the Nexus Center, which is a beautiful facility um hour and a half practice and scott and i were looking to get out and about because we like i said we came home wednesday and didn't do much so we've given a shout out to gerbers before in the past and they happen to be open sometimes their hours are unique and we walked into a great scene it was it was really quiet when we first got there because it was 6 15 6 30 um we sat right at the bar and just even the attire that the, the bartenders wear. So very cool to, to take a step back in time like that. And it was open mic night. So we got there early and I think open mic started at like seven, I think. Yeah. And we were able to see all of these local musicians just walking in off the street, like with their guitars and some of them brought their families and others were alone. 
And if you want to talk a little bit about the first act, this was. Yeah. So it it, um, give some context, additional context. So Gerber is open in 1933. I don't think much has changed in there since 1933, which is cool. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, The old school bar, the just ornate uh, materials that are used. Uh, Like Kelly said, the the bartenders dress basically from the 40s. and so what what happens every Thursday from seven to ten, we'll we feature yeah, year. we'll feature this in our buzz uh, this coming week sure. is uh, open mic night hosted by Patrick Stark. And uh, again, it's seven to ten. So it was kind of neat, you know, like like I said, all the the musicians started kind of piling in. Yeah. And uh, the first act, I posted it uh, to our page while it was you know almost live. I didn't do it live, but uh, this just really. 26 year old guy you know he was talking afterwards fun most crazy looked familiar to us we're like yeah. we've seen him someplace before but go on with your story. Yeah, he might have had that look too he almost looked like he was from the game of thrones I, it, it had the uh the ponytail yeah. blonde hair but yeah 20 26 years old um and he was he was awesome uh so i guess you sign up in advance to get a slot they do typically three or four songs but this guy had just walked in off the street uh, the host had never met him. Yeah. So he said, sure, you know, we'll get you on first. Uh, he puts them on first. He plays two songs and, and just killed it. And all the local musicians there were, were kind of hyping him up and patting him on the back and getting to know him a little bit better. And he was saying how nervous he was because he had never performed live before, which was hysterical because, you know, frankly, he was probably the best he one. That, my favorite. <laughs> that he was my favorite. And, yeah. So, uh, so yeah, it's a really cool. So that's every uh, Thursday, seven to 10 worth checking out. And they have really unique cocktails there too. I got what was called a French 75. Okay. Not, yeah. Never even heard of it before. It was, it was tasty. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, that was our Thursday night. We were like, this is awesome. So yeah. Friday we, uh, we ordered out. Yes, we did. Local shout out. We haven't shouted out the Brass Tack restaurant in Frankfurt yet. Shame on us. Uh, locally owned and operated third generation, uh, the Terrace family. So uh, give some love to the Brass Tack. We got scallops, fried scallops dinners and fish fries. Yeah. So they're kind of known really for their good. seafood. Um, so limited hours. i off the cuff, I couldn't even tell you Thursday, what they are. Friday, Saturday, I believe now. In the summer, they do music on Wednesdays, but I believe they're down to Thursday, Friday, Saturday now. Um, but yeah, just, you know, the, the the whole goal of this show is to give some love to local small businesses. And the Brass Tack is one that's been doing it at a high level for many years. Uh, so check them out. Saturday, well, before we get to Saturday, on um, Thursday, I was able to be the keynote speaker, which sounds really fancy and important and impressive. And when you're talking to fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth graders, and you put on a sport coat, then you are fancy and professional and important. (laughs) At least that's what I told myself. Um, So I was able to do the career day at Jarvis Junior High School, which is the fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth grades for Central Valley Academy. Uh, Jarvis is in Mohawk. That's their junior high. So um yeah very impressed honestly you know going in audiences with school-age kids vary yeah clearly uh kelly's got the teaching background so she knows she's been on the other side you you got one of my previous students (laughs) yeah so (laughs) kelly caught in that district and i was able to see some of her her former students but it's um 
you know, overall, I was concerned that my message might be above their their heads at that age. It would have been above my head. I mean, honestly, if I went to an assembly, it was called Journeys Beyond Jarvis. If I went to an assembly uh, that said, what are you going to do after uh, junior high? My answer would be hopefully high school, right? I mean, that 10 a.m., the only thing I was thinking about in sixth grade was lunch. Yeah, well, I, think, <laughs> I think some kids are are really thinking about their future at an early age. It's become yeah. much more prevalent for kids to be thinking about grades. And I, I remember when we were in high school, it was like they said your sophomore, junior years like were the most important years. But half of us didn't even realize that at the time, you know. It's, yeah, yeah. You know, so shout out to the the teachers, to the families, yeah. to the kids because they were super attentive. Um, they had really good questions, and you know, they really put some thought into it and took it seriously. So I know we tend to paint with a wide brush sometimes when it comes to oh, kids nowadays or mm-hmm. this generation. But in many ways, <laughs> probably more so than we care to admit, us old folks. Uh, these kids are are years ahead of where, where we yeah. ever were. And uh, and that's a great thing. So I appreciate uh, CBA and Jarvis Middle School um, for allowing me to come in and, and share uh, my message with 500 plus kids uh, on Thursday morning. All right, let's get to oh, super busy Saturday, Saturday. Let's hit it. Oh, my gosh. Saturday, we were up and out of the house at 715 a.m. Jenny had a soccer game in Westmoreland. They played well, however, they lost, but we decided uh, instead of driving back to Frankfurt after the game, we were going to go right to Syracuse because the Frankfurt football team played at the Dome. So after her soccer game, we stopped at uh, Destiny, it's called. I almost called it Carousel. (laughs) We stopped at Destiny. Jenna needed a pair of basketball sneakers, and then we hit the Dome for an exciting game. If you want to talk a little bit about the football game. Yeah, we won't spend a ton of time on it, but uh, five exciting. Yeah, they split it up this year. Uh, They did three games on Saturday, three on Sunday, Um, five central New York, I will say, you know, within a certain radius of Herc Oneida County teams. So Frankfurt played West Canada um, and and then uh, it was Dollarsville and Mount Markham mm-hmm. and Class D and then the Class A uh, Whitesboro uh, friend of the show Kyle Meyer. Uh, you know that one was was frankly a blowout. Um, Dollarsville won pretty easily against uh, Mount Markham, but the the one that started it all was a fifty six to fifty overtime thriller yep. <laughs> in the eight man game. Uh, which is wide open by nature, but uh, you know it, it certainly was was wild. Frankfurt was down fourteen at numerous points in the game, yep. and, and ultimately came back, uh, scored the touchdown, got the two point conversion to tie it at fifty, and then uh, you know they, is, they brought it home. It's just so awesome to see the emotions, yeah. you know, on, from both sides, both from sides. parents, from players, from everybody. It's just. It is so important to them. You can tell how devoted and how important, you know, the sport is to them. It, it I really can, was. I can do, I won't, <laughs> I can do probably two hours on this subject. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I, I guess from a, a 10,000 foot overview, 
the the community involvement mm -hmm. leading up to it, the community involvement during and after it. The it's cool to see so many alumni, yeah, uh, and and just being able to kind of reminisce how many of us played in uh, big games, played at the dome, who's you know class one at the dome whose class lost at the dome yeah. um so it's cool to to experience that uh, i can tell you firsthand you know the, the memories don't go away right 30 years later uh, because it is probably the most important thing yeah. <laughs> to 90 percent of those kids you know the most important thing on that given day for sure and you don't want the participation trophy you don't want to just be there and and it was you know, bittersweet because we have so many friends in West Canada and uh, they had two very significant injuries. Their quarterback yeah. who was having a hell of a game and then their receiver tight end kind of all around probably best player. Um, who then turned into the quarterback. Yeah, <laughs> it, he, he got hurt. He, he only played two and a half quarters and he still got player of the game for West Canada. Um, so they were up against it. There was no doubt. And uh, just to see when, when Frankfurt scored in overtime and the game was over, all those West Canada kids collapse, uh, you know, to a knee or to their backs, just knowing that it, it was over. And, and yeah, we experienced it this year in soccer when yep. uh, our, our team lost, our son's team lost in sectionals. Um, and as soon as that goal went in, just watching all of our kids collapse to the yeah. ground and the tears and, uh, you know, good life lessons in there. But anyway, that, that was the dome. Uh, New Hartford ended up losing a heartbreaker as well on Sunday, but um, you know it's that's how life goes, right? There's winners so, and there's runners up, but yeah. uh, to be there is pretty awesome. We left the dome and needed to grab a quick bite to eat, so we went to old school on Culver Ave. We always have a good meal there. The environment is is very nice and relaxed, and I think every dinner or sandwich we've ever had there has been exceptional. The thing that was crazy about our meal though, were the peppers. And <laughs> let me tell you, we are a big fan of spicy and we love ourselves some stuffed long hats, but these peppers were fire, man. I, I got through a half of one and the bartender looked at me and she's like, do you want some bread? I'm like, no, just some water would be great. Because they were fire extinguisher. Yeah. It's uh, they were good. They were know, good. But, but I, my dad had them for leftovers. They, there were three of them. Fantastic. I muscled through one Kelly yeah. got through half. We yep. brought the other one and a half back. And, uh, but now overall, you know, just uh, lots of, of TV is a good place to, yep. to catch, you know, whatever your, your sporting event is. And I will say the prices were ridiculously yeah. low. Yeah, um, we did a double take for sure. When yeah. We got our bill. And in fact, you know, so we like to look for different things. And, and so the the fried bologna sandwich, yeah. with peppers, that's something different. And we were where were we? We were in Nashville. Oh yeah. At a bar in Nashville. And this guy, we'd already eaten. Yeah. And this guy says, you got to get the, the, the fried, fried bologna, bologna at this yeah. bar. And you know, it was too late, but we watched him eat his. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But anyway, I saw it and it kind of stood yeah. out and I bring that up because it was $10 and I, I'm like, well, let's get that and something else. And we'll kind of share because $10 has got to be small. I'm thinking like it this was little a good size. It, sandwich. it was not small. Yeah. Um, you know, everything was right around 10 bucks. Yeah. We shared a few things and uh, got out of there pretty cheap. And so that was awesome. So old school on Culver. We left there. We went to our first Utica Comets game of the year and uh, they hadn't won a home game going into that. We hadn't been to a game. Shame on us. 
And clearly we're the good luck charm because Rochester was in first place. We were second to last and watching that game, you would never know that that was the case with those two teams. Cause we just absolutely dominated them. And we were lucky enough to have great seats. Friends of ours were away in Florida. So they have seats right behind the Comets bench. And it is a totally different experience to see these guys come on and off mm-hmm. the ice and the coaches talking to them. And the one guy like, Came up. I, I thought he was going to spit a tooth out, but he might have. He might have. It was. It was very. It was. It was the, awesome. The it was things awesome you, to have those seats. You don't see during the yeah. game if you're anywhere else. Yeah. But it, it, we were basically like on the bench with them. Yeah. You know, right behind them. We got some pictures for you. Yeah. It was. Good. Um. And, and like Kelly said, the the 45 second line shifts. Yeah. And just the logistics the of it. I never played hockey, yeah. but uh, the logistics of it was kind of cool. The speed and. uh you know, it's cold down there too. We yeah. were all dressed up, but yeah. Uh, yeah, so that was a good, good little Saturday. Um, let's give two shout outs uh, on Sunday and wrap this sucker up. All right. Sunday morning before we went to church, I did a little bit of uh, shopping. I headed down to the friendly bake shop because Scott and I opted for church and the kids wanted to sleep in after they're busy on Saturday. So I went down to the friendly bake shop and got a dozen donuts. And I can't say enough about just the feel when you walk in there and the service they give you. It was recently um, reopened by Carrie Beatty and her dad. And my daughter has a favorite donut. It's a powdered donut that almost looks like a finger with custard in the middle. And I noticed when they reopened, I hadn't seen them in the case. And one Saturday or Sunday, I happened to walk in and I had asked Carrie because it wasn't busy. And she said, oh my gosh, Kelly, I can make you one. And so this must have been a month ago, a month and a half ago. And I walked in on Sunday and she said, do you want me to make you another one of Jenna's favorite donuts? And that was just awesome. That's what you get from a small business and and people, you know, that you don't get from from bigger, bigger stores and bigger places like that. So that was awesome. And then after that, I continued right down, down along Main Street in Frankfurt to Meets on Main. They had their huge grand opening, I believe, on Wednesday. I stopped down there on Wednesday, but I did stop Sunday morning to get um, some meat. I I purchased um, a chuck roast that I'm making um, pot roast tonight in the uh, the crock pot. I was able to get some um, ground sirloin down there for would we have sliders on Sunday? And then I bought something else too. Oh, I bought some of their meatloaf mix so I can make my homemade meatballs. I'm super excited to have them open again. So they have a ton of different steak options down there. They have chicken, they have ground beef, they have Mexicans. We had those earlier in the week and they were really good. So we won't huge get, shout out to them. Yeah, we won't get too deep because we're going to have uh, Nick yep. Fumarola, who's the uh, owner of Meats on Main, on as our hate neighbor in a couple of weeks. Yep. So we'll be talking about all things meat, which as a carnivore. They have cheeses too. I'm not mad about either of them. Yeah. I like all the finest meats and cheeses. Yeah. Delicious. <laughs> and so that's it. Those are the shout outs. The week that was, we'll be back with our weekend buzz in a couple of days. Uh, hey, neighbor, uh, coming up on Wednesday. And uh, anything in between, just let us know so we can shout it out. Until then, peace. See you out there. Thank you for tuning in to another Love Living Local episode. Before you head out to support all things Central New York, we just have one ask of you. Please help us share the love we have for our community by sharing this podcast with a neighbor of yours. We truly appreciate you. In fact, you are one of the many reasons we love living local.